Atheist Nomads episode 178, The War on Christmas 2016. Welcome to another episode of Atheist Nomads. I am Dustin. Joining me is, well, actually not, well, yeah, Wesley's not here. Uh, <laughs> Hi. Wow, you have fallen into a rut, Yes, sir. he is sick. Um, Aww. Yeah, so he's, yeah, he's going to be out of commission for a few days. Uh, so I am joined by my lovely wife, Lauren. Hello. I am here. Hey, lady. I live here. It's kind of hard yeah. to avoid. Yeah. And uh, coming back. From uh, his first appearance, this is the seventeenth time I've been on your show of uh, oh, twenty sixteen. Is Mikey Pullman? Hi guys, how's it going? Hi it's me Mikey. Again. Hi. <laughs> rough, rough indeed. We, were, we also have a couple dogs with us. Yeah, yes. we were welcome part of the and atheist family. You Rocco, don't believe in gods either. Rocco loves atheism. Mikey, but is still not quite certain about him being at the table. It's new. It's fine. Maybe this isn't the place I belong. Yeah, we're on Christmas. That's yes. fun. All right. So Lauren has. Uh, is I'm going, going to, to introduce you. What is first? the war on Christmas? Well, about 10 years ago, Bill O'Reilly determined that that more and more of the big shopping centers are turning away from the Merry Christmas, saying Merry Christmas, becoming more inclusive by saying Happy Holidays or not mentioning the holiday at all. And that was evil and wrong and not American. And thus the war on Christmas began. Put Christ back in Christmas and all of that jazz. Yeah, he's the reason for the season, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, he has recently uh, declared that the war on Christmas has been won by the <gasps> truly righteous. Really? Most... I didn't even know we were fighting still. No. <laughs> Everybody else is like, what? You're still. Well, so, what's, on what's that? so funny with it is that the whole issue with the war on Christmas was yeah, there was the stores and also government getting uh, hassled by FFRF. Mm-hmm. And at the and same others. time, Freedom having from conservative Christians, first time yes. listeners, <laughs> and having the uh, having conservative Christians really pushing for Christmas being Christian, which had just hilarious because it's yeah. not. Which we'll get to that a little bit more in a little mm-hmm. bit. But it's been Bill O'Reilly and atheist podcasters that have kept this going. Because yeah, well, you guys is, are fighting a good fight. It is so much fun. <laughs> it is fun. It is fun. It's like a comedians when a new president comes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, You're well, like, it's just difficult. And, and there's a lot of comics that talk about this, too. Yeah. The War on Christmas is just one of those memes that comes back every year, and people are like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. It's obviously pandering. Yes. Like, you're just so obvious preaching to the choir. The war on Christmas. That's not even how the other side talks. Well, this <laughs> we have like year, a stand-in on Christmas. This year got a bit of a boost with President-elect Trump uh, um, yeah. literally quoting, saying that, um, well, I'm not going to quote him, but saying that Merry Christmas, it's time to bring Merry Christmas back. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and you know, so it's, it's, Bill O'Reilly is like, we have a savior. We're done. Yeah, we're the done. War we is got our won. guy. Got there our are guy. still insurgents, though. He did say that. He used the word insurgents. insurgents. The hawkish language of this aspect of their ideology, they really like... It's And war is easy to use. When I talk to people about comedy, like comics, I use war analogies and metaphors. It's simple. It's violent. It's direct. Especially since usually I'm talking to guys. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand sports. But war's not hard. And I think he's really... It's like a war on Christmas. Like, you know, we gotta fight these guys. They also also have the culture war. They're big on that one. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. This idea that they're losing ground in important things. Issues like abortion and stuff where they feel like they already own the territory. And they don't even want discussion. So it's that language that continues on. And if there is discussion, they're being persecuted for it. And they are being persecuted for it. They should be. And what I find hilarious is what I've observed... uh, more particularly in my previous job where we actually were public facing 
dealing with customers. Uh, I the atheist there, like the token atheist, was the one <laughs> who was most likely to say "Merry Christmas," and the Christians were more likely to say "Happy Holidays." Isn't that weird? That is, is that is super weird. It is about being inclusive and not exclusive. Mm-hmm. And right, I my, respect that. Also, reading your audience. Honestly, I my day job right now is at a cashier, as at a at a local grocery store, a chain. And guy in a, in, a, in a yarmulke came in, and I said, Happy Hanukkah. And he said, Happy Hanukkah back. Oh, wow, no conflict. I guessed correctly the openly <laughs> Jewish man was celebrating Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah. I said it in a white person's accent, which he did not correct me for, and he went on with his <laughs> life, and we smiled at each other. I respected his culture, because I have no vested interest in anything else. <laughs> and he said, thank you, the right way. That was. I think that's the future of humanity. Hey, what, ge- what gender do you identify as? This one. Great, thanks. What's your preferred pronouns? People argue about this shit like it matters, when that's literally, what, a three-second conversation? I just had with myself mm-hmm. to find out what I want to be called. <laughs> yeah. Why can't you do that with other people? If I shake your hand and it becomes an issue and I say mister and I see you tense up or you correct me, I go, oh, I'm sorry. What's your preferred? That's it. It's the same with Christmas. Yeah. If you like Christmas, great. Happy Merry Christmas. Nobody owns Merry Christmas. Honestly, on Facebook, was it Twitter the other day? I pointed out that Santa's an elf. Christians don't exactly. own him. Oh, Christians no. don't own elves. Santa is an elf. So if you want to believe Truths. in Santa Claus, you're great. And you're a Christian. You can because you know what? We don't give a shit if Christians use our stuff we don't they take it anyway mm-hmm. yeah I, well, a- when i would say merry christmas at work it was always christmas eve yeah or close. maybe oh, the day like, before christmas yeah eve. there's yeah like when it's clearly christmas time there are no other holidays so, that matter know, this right year now. is super right. fun because hanukkah starts on christmas day it does so you yeah. can you sl- two s- birds with one stone but just you can always say happy hanukkah what are they going to do call you out of not being jewish how the fuck are they going to know that you're not jewish you could be jewish <laughs> i don't know that i was told once that i wasn't allowed to celebrate thanksgiving because i'm an atheist and I'm yeah like, well they don't know what atheism whoa. means i'm like thanksgiving is a religious holiday they're it's like not. yeah i'm like no it's not no it's Based upon wow. us getting free foods from the brown people that already lived here. That we killed. And yeah. We, well, well and there was that whole disease thing that killed all of them before we got here. Our fault. Well, yeah. Actually. Still. It, it, well, okay, we but grew people up didn't with know about the diseases. Okay, we didn't know about the microbes. We do now. It was an inadvertent Aww. destruction. And I'm Most not saying we do it differently, though. You have, to, you have to admit that we, if we could use that as a tactic to kill insurgents or to fight oh, yeah. ISIS, we'd give them blankets to kill them oh, if yeah. that was an option. Yeah. We'd just airdrop them. <laughs> yeah. And, like, wring Airdrop our hands <laughs> in the war room. <laughs> they're going to be so cozy tonight. Yeah, then they're going to die with smallpox. <laughs> That's no. terrible. That is te- that's called biological warfare, and that is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we yeah. do it. Shh. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and move on to uh, Dustin off the degree. Uh, yeah. today Dustin we're gonna, wants to talk now. Yes, we're going to be talking about whether or not Chris, Christmas is a Christian holiday. Okay. So if you look... Spoiler, ba- it's not. <laughs> All right, what's if, your next subject? If you, you trace it back to the, the origins, yeah. uh, scholars who believe that Jesus was an actual person believe he was probably born in the spring. Yeah, because the whole shepherds and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. The whole story makes... Okay, as we talked about last week, the story does not make sense. But if you were to try to make sense of the story, it makes the most sense in the spring. Mm. And so then, uh, as Christianity was expanding and growing, uh, they had several different religions that they were really vying for popularity and and control with. Uh, In particular, 
was the traditional Roman religions, which had Saturnalia at the winter solstice. Mm, good old Saturn. And Mithraism, which was very popular in the Roman army in particular, and had a dying and rising god who was the son of the high god. He was a, a bull god, uh, Mithra. He would die December 21st at the solstice. Mm-hmm. And then he would rise. Good time for that. Yeah. And then he would rise again because he was a, a bull-shaped sun god. Um, he would rise again on December 25. I'm sorry. A part of me is just going, God, that just sounds like such bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and the other part of me is like, wait, it's all bullshit. So it yeah. doesn't matter. I think it's beautiful. I love I love the stories. I do love The them. same way I like the Greek Genesis or the... The Egyptian family tree I was looking at earlier today of oh, the Egyptian God. deities. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's fascinating. I mean, it, it is. is great that you're undying, reborn, uh, bullish God. That's cool. Yeah. And, and most pagan religions had some kind of a sun God. Oh, well, that why is would you? usually the I would the worship high God. it if I... It affects everything from your mood, your food. Mm-hmm. Very good. It's I like true. that. That's yeah. a good coin. And the sun Dream gods arc. were usually born... On or around the solstice. When there's no sun. What when makes everything sense? The sun is when the sun starts well, to get larger. And then it's born. Yeah. That's really clever. God damn, we are some smart apes. Yeah. Well, Sometimes. And, and every culture in northern latitudes in mm-hmm. particular, uh, I'm sure they, there was something similar going on in southern latitudes. Uh, no on the one other to those guys. <laughs> there's nothing in the southern... We don't Australia, write that down. They, were, they immigrated, <laughs> so they don't count. But there was always a, a solstice holiday because mm-hmm. it's cold, it's dark, life sucks. Oh, it does. You can't do much agriculture because it's cold and dark. Everything's yeah. Nothing's going to grow. Mm. And it's a dying. depressing time of year. Like Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> so... All of these cultures had some kind of a holiday. Yeah. Uh, one of the more well-known ones now from a, a Germanic, uh, from, from the Germanic tribes was Yule. Oh, Yule time. That's my favorite. Yule time. There's Yule a lot of fun log. traditions from that part of the world in that time period. Lots yeah. of burning of wood. Oh, I'm all about the burning. And in particular, uh, the, the Yule log wasn't necessarily just something you'd burn. It was evergreens. The whole symbol of of that time for those peoples was evergreen trees because they were proof that not everything was dead and that spring would be coming. I I think it's beautiful. It's all about the theme, really. The story is what matters. Burning logs, lighting candles, stuff like that. Uh, that was bringing light during the darkest time of the also, year. Also, fire is really cool. Yeah, it's just <laughs> you ever just look way. at it? Ah, so great. You can see stuff in there oh if you gosh. stare hard enough. Well, if some th- if your place burns down, we'll know. Uh, no, it won't be me. I will watch it burn, though. But I can't <laughs> afford to lose all my stuff and start over. Oh, that's true. I'm not. That's why I'm not. I know I'm not a pyromaniac. I can't afford it. <laughs> now, the Norse... Don't have the insurance. Yeah, I don't I can't uh, get that. The Norse had... Odin. Those are my people. Odin! Odin the was... Old father. Give up your eyeball. Yeah. And he would give presents to those who were good and... Like Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Technically a present. Technically, yeah. yes. And then you had uh, Centerclus in uh, Denmark. That was St. Nicholas. Yeah. Uh, a Christian saint from Turkey in around the 4th century who would give people presents in their wooden shoes and and cool <laughs> if they were bad. You guys are silly. And in Britain, you had Father Christmas, yeah. who was a druid dressed in green. He seems like he's a very severe dude, though. Oh, yeah. Just with yeah. the name. Pretty somber. Father. 
<laughs> and so what have you disappointed father christmas <laughs> this dis- year <laughs> yes <laughs> short answer yes <laughs> i can never live up to expectations and as was the 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 standard for for uh christianity in those early days mm-hmm. uh it, it was all syncretism you take what the local people are doing and figure out a way to Christianize it. Oh, well, the Romans so, were good at that. The Romans were good at that, too. Abs- yeah. It was all about absorbing cultures so you don't have to come back and fight the uprising. Uh-huh. It's really just military strategy yeah. taken out over a thousand-year you know, culture. Throw, right. throw in a little genocide and you're good. Well, like, so, you've got to get rid of the insurgents before you, you keep the rest of them. So <laughs> Christ, uh, Christianity developing Christmas, there was two big factors. One was there wasn't a feast day for Jesus. He got every Sunday, but there wasn't a special one for him. And as other, as what about the, the Saints, Passover, the things like the Jews gave him uh, one, didn't they? Because he's no, a no, prophet the, for them, or? no, no, no. He was a false prophet. If anything, oh, he was a false prophet. Uh, so you'd have uh, the Jews are probably right all along. So they would would take what was going on, and they yeah. they saw all these holidays, and in particular with them being tied to gods. And so, to trump them, they had to uh, tie that to a Christian god. And so, Christmas. Uh, St. Nicholas ended up becoming a symbol of that very early, and they adopted very early Evergreen as a part of it. This was something that uh, Martin Luther didn't like, but then eventually I think was okay with. And so, that ended up being where the Evergreens is where Christmas trees came from. Oh, yeah, all that was jacked just jacked from other places. You're right, I mean, 100%, but it makes sense. I mean, you show up, you're like, they're already celebrating. Well, just tell them it's for our God and not theirs. They'll <laughs> forget eventually. Uh, yeah, yeah, within a generation yeah, or keep two. your trees, because it even says in the Bible you're not supposed to bring trees into the house to celebrate. Uh-huh. Like, that is a specific commandment, Christian. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Christian, you know, we're uh, looking at listen, you. I'm not Christian. I can do that. You aren't supposed to. I have friends who are Christian, so I can totally get away with it, too. <laughs> yeah. It's so, fine. I had a fr- I, some of my best friends are Christian. Okay? Yeah, guys. <laughs> I, can, I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> so then you take the, nah, what was, was already syncretism that was going on. And Christmas word. wasn't really a huge holiday in most places. Yes, it was a holiday, but it wasn't all that big. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it like a several month long big deal? And then you had all this immigration from different parts of Europe into mm. the United States. And they brought with them yeah. Father Christmas, Odin, the Odin version of, of Santa. Well, not even Santa, but, but Odin himself. You know, if Santa and, was more like Odin, it would be a pretty hardcore religion. <laughs> it would be a great holiday. And they brought Centerclus <laughs> slash St. Nicholas. And those characters got merged into Santa Claus. The All-Father. The All Father, Father <laughs> Christmas, Santa Claus, yeah, Santa the All Father. That all... should take one of his eyes and give him a crow, <laughs> a couple crows, even. Yeah, or maybe reindeer that fly. That fix. They know things. That's probably how he finds out if you're bad or good. He has flying reindeer spies. Yeah, and the, on the, the roofs, reindeer so part that was also added in around the same time because yeah, Santa no, there Cla- weren't Santa any Claus reindeer. Also, are there evergreens near where, but near Bethlehem at all? Uh, yeah. Because I was thinking about this, I did not look it up because I'm super lazy. We knew Dustin would know the answer. Yeah, yeah. there were. Are there, okay, because I was curious. That would be an interesting. That was stopping definitely point. more of a, a northern. You know, that wasn't one of their traditions, though. No, that was no. definitely more Scandinavian. Yeah, those people. Scandinavian and Germanic. Germanic. Uh, but so then you Horrible. have all of so this coming here. You have all this coming Obviously. together in the United States. Yeah. Uh, night before Christmas doesn't talk about Santa Claus. 
it has uh old saint nick i think it's father christmas old saint nick or old saint yeah old saint nick yep old saint nick i sing it a lot as a child there's a number of those early versions of christmas stories and the like that are now viewed as being about santa had other names the the original names and it wasn't until about the 1850s 1860s that santa claus was truly formed yeah but but gandalf was called mithrandir too like (laughs) Couldn't it just be Santa Claus by another name? It's still Santa Claus. Yeah, it's still Santa Claus, though. But, it's Gandalf but at the end of the day. technically, technically, if you follow the timeline, yes. Uh, I'm not going to stick names. to facts for this. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, though. That makes sense. And by <laughs> about 1850, 1860, Santa Claus was firmly established, The and the colors were uh, settled on as red and white. Uh, before that... Green and white was almost as common as red and white. That's red and green now. That's what that's but when he we doesn't get wear elves. a lot of green. Elves wear green and white. Slave labor. And elves so are slaves. from from uh, Scandinavian mythology. Santa Claus is the dream Republican because <laughs> he's rich. It's all trickle down economics. He has a he has an inexpensive workforce. He doesn't have to pay much. They have <laughs> oh, all God. their needs met. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Santa Claus uh, should and be... And he has a doting, nagging wife back at home. Whose name is Jessica, according to some movies. Uh, but she didn't show up Jessica. until around the 20th century. We probably oh, had she didn't show up until way later. They, like, they're like, mid, wait. I think even mid-20th century. He, what has he got all those little elves for? Oh, so, she has a, he has a wife. He has a wife. He has He's a wife like, now. Oh, okay. And there's all these kids in the night in the dark alone. There is a myth that Santa Claus is was created by, or at least our uh, version of him was created by Coca Cola. Well, I mean, some of the modern visual aspects weren't they? No, no, those were already all all well established before. Coke adopted Santa Claus. This is cultural appropriation because from other white people. No, 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 it wasn't even that. The (laughs) colors were red and white. Yeah. Coca-Cola's colors were red and white. Yeah, that makes sense. So if they used him... Is that why they used the polar bears, too? Uh, oh, no. you discovered something. No. Uh, they do have a lot of polar bears. But if they took... They're white. No. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, if they took Santa Claus and they used him to try to sell Coke, as Christmas was starting to become a bigger deal, as it, it did in the late 19th, early 20th century... Uh, they could try to get people to buy Coca-Cola in the wintertime. That was a summer drink. It is a summer drink, though. And Also, when you go to McDonald's. Their sales went Not when you put up. Jack in it. <sighs> they did? Oh, you know, it makes sense. I mean, it's a good marketing campaign. Who doesn't like Santa Claus? Mm-hmm. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good feeling thing. By the 1950s and 60s, Coca-Cola was going quite global. Yeah. And they took their Santa Claus marketing global. Well, why wouldn't you? And as a result... Everybody thinks that that's what Santa looks like. Father Christmas is now Santa Claus in Britain, so wearing red and white. Yeah. Odin in Scandinavia is now Santa Claus. No, I think they Bullshit. still have Odin over there, too, though. Santa Claus is, is now Santa Claus. I love how you say that. Did you practice, or do you already know how to say that? Santa I've heard Krampus it. is coming back, never. though. I like oh, that. Oh, let's talk about that for a second. That's fascinating. <laughs> why can't we? Why couldn't we have taken that? Well, like Punish I said, it evil? is coming back. That's very Christian. Um, a lot of people, a lot of millennials are going back and saying, hey, if, you have, if, you, if you're celebrating the good, you've got to have the bad there, too. I like too. millennials a lot, So though. rather than do the coal... It's most There's of my a, fan base. It's also <laughs> an awesome movie that came out, what, Krampus. two years ago? I'm checking it out. This is so good. <laughs> I watched it last year. I loved it. I right, like so, the idea of an evil elf. Oh, but yes. But there was somewhere I was trying to go with all of this. Oh, please, sorry. Um, is 
Christmas mm-hmm. a Christian holiday. Yes. Now, no. it wasn't before, but it is now. No. They've hijacked it. 80% of the Christmas music is Christian music, and we let that happen. Well, that's, a, well, that's because, well, I, for one, think that beautiful music is beautiful music. Yeah, it's and I sang it, but that doesn't make it like, not Jesus juice. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, considering it was all based on paganism. Yeah, but we, they took that, it away from us, and we let them have it. Well, okay, hundreds of years ago, there's not much we can do about that. Nowadays, secular, mm. secularists celebrate it just as much as any Christian does. Well, everybody celebrates so Christmas. So my, my take on it yeah. is what we celebrate is a commercialized version of, or a secularized version of a commercialized version yeah. of the Christianized version of several pagan holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a and Christian And that way, everybody gets a piece of it. Yeah. It's a pretty big pie. There Except is a Jews. Christian element no they have their own thing they get all the food when we when they get money when we go out to eat that happens a lot but you can celebrate christmas with all of the, almost all of the traditional stuff and nothing christian going on if you have a christmas tree that is pagan you have lights those are pagan you eat food uh, that's pagan one thing though that you're forgetting is the nativity that is huge that is christian that is Christian. Yeah, it's just, and it's just yeah. something that we don't really see because we, you know, preaching to the choir guiltiness. Mm-hmm. We are only just hanging out with other atheists all the time. But everything but else. Nativ- My like girlfriend's city. just Episcopalian. City. I don't date other atheists. I don't know why. I'm probably prejudiced. <laughs> <laughs> they're all assholes. They were such arrogant dicks. God, they're so pretentious. But yeah, everything else is pagan, except for the nativity. Yeah, it was built on some really good pagan and ideas. And we know that the nativity is just a lie. But is he right then? I mean, since we listen to all their music and we allow the one religion to dominate the conversation, have they won? Or are they just, you know, sitting in that area and acting like they've won? Because in reality, we're just taking... They're acting like they won because realistically, for every two stores that have brought Merry Christmas back into the marketing, 10 have switched over to Happy Holidays. There's a lot of holidays. I I tried to look it up. There's 20, like 29 holidays in the month of December. indeed several dozens. (laughs) There's so many, right? Yeah. Yeah, Christmas is just the one that we're marketing I started marking them on my Google calendar, so I'll remember them for next year. So there's Krampusnacht, there's St. Nicholas Day, there's... I mean, it's just... There's Advent... uh, it's insane. It's now, awesome. It's pretty crazy. Now, for me, with it's my fun. Adventist background... Excuse to eat food every single time. Right? Christmas, I have viewed almost my entire life, except for a brief period when I was in college, mm-hmm. as a secular, non-Christian holiday. Because Adventist Church, until quite recently, has not done anything about Christmas. No. Because it is a... Pagan holiday. Catholic pagan holiday. Yeah. <gasps> Do you remember, okay, those are long-time listeners of the show. When I was on last time, we talked about my religious upbringing. Mm-hmm. My dad belonged to a church called The Body. For ah. a while there, he didn't celebrate Christmas because it was secular. And I was singing in a choir in a school. I was not allowed to sing the word Santa. So even though singing was my thing at the time, I would sing the words, but then my parents made Here me comes. mouth Here Santa. Comes. Right, like that, surrounded by people. And I would mouth the words. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how Aww. ridiculous some of these religions get with it, because they see that it's pagan. Yeah. I think it really is the normalized, passive Christianity that's more like, just like, oh yeah, of course it's Christian. Why? Because Jesus is the reason for the season. He wasn't born then. The you don't know that. Yeah. You don't even know he was born, dude. Now, you don't get to pick the date. Now, with... With growing up with it as basically a, a secular holiday, yeah. we still celebrated. And as yeah, far as the church ham. went, there might be a nativity play. Um, yeah. 
that's was usually all it would get uh, mentioned at church. Yeah, probably. And just, yeah, the Sabbath closest to Christmas would mm-hmm. just be one where it's going to be a very casual service because nobody's going to be there. Yeah, yeah no, they're all on sense. freaking vacation, eating good food, yeah, good seeing family. That whole the true message of Christmas that everybody's always mentioning, and except for maybe one movie, I'm looking at you, Peanuts. Um, it's basically about family, about uh, about being thankful for what you have, about being kinder to human. That that's all humanism right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They can have their Chris, Christian Christmas. It I is amazing how much overlap we have with all sides on the things that we want to celebrate: joy, giving. People are very Love. giving this time of year. People are very willing to give to your charity, mm-hmm. even if they wouldn't normally. People donate a lot more time. I think it correlates with the guilt. Sure, but guilt's um, the a colder tool. <laughs> the colder it gets outside, the more aware you become of homeless people. And so the more you want to give. <laughs> but it's I mean, even also, if it's also taxes. Uh, oh, oh God! Because yeah. if you make enough money That's and corporate. you spend enough, you can write off all your charitable giving. I don't think that applies to any of us because mm, I live in a folk. box down by the river. We, we uh, the standard the deduction is all we we get to take advantage of. But yeah, if you are past that, then charitable giving, you want to get as much as you can in at the end of the year because yeah. at that point you know what your tax bill. Which is, is going why to be. every cash cashier is asking you if you would like to donate to these poor sad. We kids. raised we raised a lot of money this year at the place I work at. But we really, do it comes down to is a corporation write-off. That money is still good, fine, though. But that doesn't mean it's bad. It's not blood no. money. Like, all yeah. I do is I'm just like, hey, this is the thing we want to give to. I, I can't even remember the one we gave to this year, because we've done two since I've been there. And it's fine. People can say no. I don't care. Like, if you feel guilt, that's your weakness. Like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like, put my thumb to you. I don't have emotional levers. I'm just like, hey, hey, homeless kids are starving. You want to throw a buck their direction? And if you're like, I feel guilty, well, then fuck you. Maybe do more for your society so you're justified. Uh, yeah. yeah. Help out with that homeless yeah, I clearly have uh, no sympathy the, for those people. The children's shelter. <laughs> I, I do have a problem going to Petco, and they're asking, would you like to help rescued animals? And then I look like, over well, at I their adoptable do. kittens, and yeah. I'm like, oh, nope. Cats. I hate cats. Oh, what was funny was the first time I, I actually remember getting asked that question mm-hmm. was when I was getting Rocco his, his tag. And his harness, and the answer was, "I just did." He's Mm -hmm. right here. He's right here. Rocco's really cute. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and take our first break, and then uh, we'll uh, get into some news. Atheist Nomads is proudly brought to you by Archway Hosting. Check out their low-price, full-featured hosting solutions at archwayhosting.com. That's a r c h w a y hosting.com. Hey. We're also brought to you by listeners just like you. Find out how you can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash atheist nomads. That's P A T R E O N dot com forward slash atheist nomads. Okay, so we got a question from Akrawatz on Twitter at atheist nomads. As someone who actually with actual formal education, how are you taught to deal with Santa and other such figures? Um, I touched on this a little bit. It was viewed basically as a secular holiday in the Adventist church. And we were told nothing on the topic. There Best was to avoid stuff you don't know about. Just it didn't throw matter. These graduates out into the world and say, okay, deal with it. It, it didn't mm-hmm. matter. Cause that wasn't a Christian holiday. Yeah. So big whoop. There was one parent that I encountered at, uh, one of the churches I worked at one summer 
we were doing a play in the youth group, and he did not want his, I think, three- or four-year-old child to see it because even though it was part of Vacation Bible School, he did not want his kid to see that because uh, he was not going to tell his kid anything that was not true, and so no fiction was going to be allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, everybody, have a good, hearty laugh. (laughs) Okay, now Everyone thought he was insane. Well... Yeah. Which takes us to <laughs> our first news story, or I guess second news story. Pastor David Grisham Jr. of the Last Frontier Evangelism Organization has previously been in the news from a 2010 incident where he had a firing squad execute Santa. Santa, what? no! Yeah. That's hardcore. It's pretty metal. You're upsetting the dogs. See, the dogs don't like it. Now he's back with a trip to the mall in Amarillo, Texas, where he walked up to kids in line to see Santa and said kids i wanted to tell you today that there is no such thing as santa claus santa claus does not exist the christmas season is about jesus 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 was born 2016 years ago he was born in a manger in a small town called bethlehem and that's the truth about Uh, christmas he seems nice (laughs) there was so much more to that when the people started confronting him well, oh, that's funny. You get pissed uh, off parents when you start telling mm-hmm. them like their kids that Santa doesn't exist. Okay, so I grew up and I was fairly young when my parents decided that that it was a secular holiday and they just told all of us. So I knew from a pretty young age, elementary school, like so it's kinda hard. I don't know how old you have to be to figure it out on your own. Apparently that's Apparently normal. six is average. I don't know. I was pretty young and I don't think I believed in it already because I you know, I'm not stupid. You don't typically remember when you believe I, I at least from my perspective i haven't met anybody who says oh yeah i was heartbroken like, well you're, most I don't people think you're, are like you're yeah, not making like you're not making mental that. notes to remember shit when you're five either no not when you're five you're just not like oh yeah, yeah. or my well, my brother's case his his darling daughter is three years old and she's already telling kids at daycare santa does isn't real <laughs> three-year-olds are hard to control well, I'm proud of my skeptic niece. <laughs> it's fine, but as an adult human male, do you are you that arrogant prick who goes around popping bubbles? As atheists, we have this conversation all the time where we have a real conversation with adults, but I do not walk up to your children and go, "Hey, Jesus isn't real." Like who does that shit? This, seriously, I just if I had doing. been there. If I had been there, I was like, "Go, actually Jesus isn't real either, kids. It's all make believe." It would be it's hard to fun. say that. Really, wouldn't you just be more shocked that some guy was doing that? Which these parents were. Yeah, right. Lose your goddamn... Fuck, I should get the... I honestly wouldn't feel bad if the mob lynched that dude. They were getting close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, you don't uh, mess with Santa. He, I think he is trying to file charges against one of the parents for assault. Uh, well, I mean, him. you're not allowed legally to do that, but you deserved it to happen to you. No, the guy, like, touched him. Well... That, that's all. He yeah, didn't uh, okay, he didn't do anything to him. He's peanut that yeah that's not assault uh but the what what i find the most hilarious is the fact that he had to be really specific about the details which as we talked about last week no no those details do not work especially 2016 years ago uh no yeah it's ridiculous that you just know the number and if you date well, obviously it, our stories, calendar is based off of his birth. Yeah, but clearly. most conservative clearly. sources think that he was born 4 BCE. 4 if, to 6 BCE. If he was born. The numbers they use are mostly derived from I said church record keeping. We, it's, 
or, those, or measuring a genealogy. Those numbers, that particular baguette. number is based off of uh, the story in Matthew tying it to Herod's birth. Or yeah, because they have a year for Herod's death. Yeah. Because he was real. Which that doesn't work with the story in Luke. Yeah, somebody wrote down somewhere else that he was real. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't work with the story in Luke, which happened a decade later. Yeah. For the same right. person being born. Well, yeah, it seems, it makes sense. I mean, it was these were all oral stories for the first century anyway. And then all the writers were using fake names to sell books. Like, just the, all the human shit you'd expect today if we had a messiah. People would lie. They'd make up stuff. I was there. No, you weren't. You were the second assistant to one person who was not in the room. Like, you just happened to hear or hear some shit. Like, it's none of it's reliable information. But if Jesus were born, he would probably would have been born in the spring. Yeah. Everything that's about Christian was stolen. And you're a total dickhole if you go yell at it children anyway. <laughs> like unless a child is seriously acting out of control, just leave it the fuck alone. And for a kid to <laughs> see Santa, don't be an asshole. It's bad no, timing, it's just dude. fun. It's fun to go see Santa. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, we took our dog to see Santa because it's just a fun little celebration. I tried. Well, you know, some dogs. We, more we Santa missed friendly. it by an hour. No, oh, damn it. It's I, I. I don't even understand what this guy's issue is. What church did it say he was in? He, he is from enough. the. Uh, Never heard of those guys. So last I don't think frontier much... evangelism. He's a the last frontier. That's that sounds end of earthy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> sounds right. What do you guys believe in? Mm, yeah, the no, final I... frontier. He's, he's one of those with his own self supporting ministries. Oh god, those are the the most pe- dangerous. Yeah, people think that Santa is anti is purposely anti Christian. Like there, people who do Santa are going after Christians and persecuting them. So how does Bill O'Reilly feel about this? Like, is Santa part of the war on Christmas or Ooh. is Santa a Christian? I don't know. I would assume he thinks Santa is a Christian. Because they sure as hell seem to think Santa is a white Christian. Well, St. Nicholas well, was a Christian. Yeah, that guy was, but we're not calling him St. Nicholas anymore. He's this other <laughs> thing. He's this amorphous blob. Yeah. yeah. The All-Father. Oh, I want to do the next one. Do oh, okay. Oh my gosh. Um, so the story of Jesus is that he comes back from the dead, right? Yeah, it's totally so cool. a zombie nativity is just the next step for yeah. some some people. Um, and this man in Ohio decided to do just that. He used zombie probably skeletons and stuff from Halloween and stuff and made yeah. a nativity. That's cute. And then got fined. <gasps> By the homeowners association? By the city. By the city. Oh, for what? For having an inappropriate decoration. No, it was for a zoning violation. Oh, that's, that's so hilarious. stupid. Uh, yeah. Is it, is it in litigation right now? Uh, well, okay, there's a lot more to this than just that. Okay, good. You're getting stuck on... on uh, the fun part? No. No, not even the fun part. <laughs> oh, yet. okay, well. Um, so, last year, uh, he was ordered to remove it for violating uh, zoning rules. All right. Due to its size. <gasps> so, he actually looked into what the rules were. And this year, after doing an Indiegogo campaign, he made it bigger. <laughs> because it fit within the legal limits. The actual rules are that he has a limit of 200 square feet. That's huge. What he made was 65 square feet. That's nothing. So that's yeah. nothing. Uh, the fine was is supposedly because it can't be more than 35% of his front yard. And it is more than that. Yeah, I can Way imagine. Way more. So, then a few days after the $500 fine, someone shows up in the middle of the night 
and attack the zombies. <laughs> well, double tap that nasty. He pulled the zombie Mary's hair and head off of the body, <laughs> knocked over zombie Joseph, breaking his frame. Well, and not even the real dad. Knocked over the zombie Wiseman, and even the token black one. <laughs> There's zombies. They're all gray. <laughs> and he threw the baby zombie baby Jesus out into the yard. That sounds blasphemous. I that's got to cross some kind of line. It should be considered a hate crime. It's vandalism at the least. Yeah, no, I think it's an vandalism. An yeah. Anti-atheist hate crime. <laughs> Jesus was a lich, though. So he can do magic. <laughs> but, clear oh, the Dungeons man. and Dragons rule book. This whole story, though, is... Legit. <laughs> it sucks that he's getting so much uh, hassle for it, but it's awesome. But at the same time, it's just next year he's going to have even more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, People that's a fun game. It's Look, a you fun know, game to he play. He knew what he was doing. Well, he knew yeah. someone's gonna. Like, you don't know someone's gonna wreck your stuff, but you have to know that's on the table. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you cover your car in fifty, you know, Trump bumper stickers, and somebody decides to slash your tires, you know what happened. Like, you put fifty bumper stickers on your car. Yeah, like it's. I I get. It. No, you shouldn't do that. See, no, that's what I've been saying all these years about those inflatables that people put in their yards. Yeah. Like, you're asking for teenagers to come slash your inflatables, and of course. Every year, there's a huge rash of it, mm-hmm. and I'm like... They're, they're just too easy to destroy. Yeah. I mean, they are cool, though. They are kind of cute. I'm interested, like, even that, like, laser device you lead out, why don't those just get stolen? Well, somebody stole, like, every one in Mountain Home. Oh, well, okay, there you go. <laughs> they, a couple teenagers just... They finally tied him to the crime because there was so much glitter in the back seat of their car. <laughs> <laughs> Done in by glitter. Yep. All right. The city of Gig Harbor, Washington, has allowed yeah. a private resident to put up a nativity scene on public property for the last decade. <laughs> mm. This year, FFRF threatened legal action, and the city is backing down. The mayor thinks it's legal because the city doesn't pay for the display, but FFRF's issue is that since there is no permitting process for anybody else to put up a display, Mm. it makes it an inherently, and because it is inherently sectarian, it makes it a a city endorsement of religion. It is. It is, at the very minimum, a passive endorsement. I mean, it's it, unless you can give somebody else equal time. And we're not, yeah, exactly. We're not trying to be a wet blanket here. We're not trying to ruin it for people. We're just trying to point out that this stuff is all very hypocritical and double-edged. And unless you're willing to have the satanic temple come in and put in a nativity or having a flying spaghetti well, monster. There's be better anyway. This, the Satanists are killing it, God, this whole <laughs> oh, they come up this in the next statue story. game. Yeah, okay, good. But, I'm not surprised. Un- unless, but they never do. That's yeah. just, it's just you never give anybody else a chance, so you don't get to have that right. And right. when you look at it, the only time there is an issue is when it is a nativity, because the nativity is an inherently Christian display. Right. All the other stuff is not, and Christmas is a federal holiday, so putting up a Christmas tree, no one's going to complain. Or a right, because we share that we share the tree. Yeah, you share the tree with everybody. It's we not. Santa. It's not a jesus tree yeah the venn diagram of what you're allowed to celebrate on christmas you can have most of it we should have that on an ugly sweater we really should here in boise there are two christmas trees one for the city and one for the state and i've seen them both they're both good they're both beautiful huge and there's no nativity scenes there so it's okay and it's fine yeah yeah, you know, you know there's enough nativity scenes when you drive by churches and yards like why Mm -hmm. do you need a big one in the city made it's just part of the arrogance, I think, of any dominating religion where they slip into this habit of feeling like their religion is the normal one. 
so they should have the normal things. And they think it's their right when yeah. it's not. Because they've mm-hmm. normalized it. They just they woke up in a world where their religion is in charge. So most of the attack on Christianity really is a receding of the overreach of Christianity. Yeah. And they just don't like losing any ground. And they don't like and, and even the happy holidays, Merry Christmas conversation really boils down to on the ground, I say whatever I feel like's appropriate at the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, how most people are. That's if you try to read people. There are other people who will just blatantly say something to almost try to offend. Yeah, well, that doesn't happen in most jobs. Like the the conversation. When you're working customer service, the last thing you want is somebody to waste forty five minutes of your life proselytizing you because you accidentally said happy holidays yeah which is Merry why Christmas i personally just when they about are today. bedecked in crosses yeah i just i just say i hope you have a great day because mm-hmm. it's you can't really come back with that with anything i don't care if it's christmas eve i hope you have a nice day this year's uh, i've been having a particularly fun time saying okay well have a merry christmas and happy hanukkah and happy festivus and <laughs> <laughs> just been going off at all of them and people are like kwanzaa man i'm like kwanzaa's legit the city of Boca Raton, Florida, has a section in one of their parks designated as a free speech zone with the purpose of allowing a nativity scene, which is present. FFRF was approved equal time access to the free speech zone and put up a banner commemorating the winter solstice, December 21, and the adoption of the Bill of Rights, December 15, 1791. And there's also a pentagram with an image of Baphomet as the centerpiece at this park. Oh, nice. yeah, there's also the Satan thing. So when, whenever you have a free speech zone so that you can have the sectarian Christian stuff, it's mm-hmm. going to be an annoying, obnoxious circus, which is what they created here. Do, 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 do. So someone vandalized both the FFRF banner and the pentagram. FFRF replaced the banner with one reading at the season of the winter solstice. Let reason prevail. There are no gods, no devils, no angels, no heaven or hell. There is only our natural world. Religion is but a myth and superstition that hardens hearts and enslaves minds. So then someone stole the banner and placed an In God We Trust banner over the pentagram. And these actions would normally be misdemeanors, but since they are specifically targeting minority religious views, they are felony hate crimes in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not cool, guys. Um, You can disagree, but you can't. You can't vandalize, especially. Don't mess with the minorities, man. They yeah, right. Especially ones with lawyers. Especially ones with big old lawyers. Yeah, <laughs> it's not usually. It's usually not the most intelligent people that disagree with you that do this stuff, though. No, this is. Um, They're just rogue just agents. Nobody directs this thing. I think it's in the culture. You know, they speak ill of the opposing viewpoints a lot on you know, especially media. That talks about this kind of stuff is really big on disparaging any point of view that's opposite, especially Satanists. I mean, outside of atheism, there is a greater, I think, prejudice against Satanism just because of the label they use. Mm -hmm. Yep. When almost nobody understands what a Satanist really is. No, they don't get the joke. They just don't. The levels. And I think that's one of the reasons why Satanists are actually better at this than the multifaceted prongs of any sort of atheist or humanistist attempt because we immediately come for uh, equality. That's our first opening Mm -hmm. move. And that's not what works. Equality doesn't work. What the Satanists do is, you know what we're going to do? I I see your nativity scene. Here's Baphomet. And you don't (laughs) even know who the fuck that is, but we know it scares you. Here's here's the statue. Here's a statue with children. A man with boobs. And they can't handle that. They don't. I think that's fascinating. 
Because it is fascinating. Because mm-hmm. I'm is. not emotionally affected by your statue. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't care. I don't care about the lions in front of the, the office buildings. No. I don't care about your Baphomet or your Jesus. But it it's the simpler approach is to just not allow anything sectarian. Yeah. At Christmas, decorate a tree and call it good. And nobody's going to complain. Everybody Focus on will be making happy. the community better, not... Yeah. Let the churches do their nativity scenes. Just keep it off a of federal or uh, off a of government property, and everyone is going to be okay. Yeah, because if you want to see Baphomet, you could find him on the internet. Uh huh. All right, let's or, go ahead. Or and- you can purchase a tree topper or a glass <laughs> ornament. Why wouldn't you? I have tons of ornaments. <laughs> Seriously, need to get one of those though. Right. All right, let's go ahead and take a, our second break. Love uh, hearing go. from our listeners. You can email us at contact at atheistnomads.com. Tweet us at atheistnomads. Send us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash atheistnomads. Or better yet, call us and leave us a message at 541-203-0666. We might even play it on the show. You can also help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast directory of choice. FFRF has also put up a nativity with Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, and the Statue of Liberty with the Bill of Rights in a manger in the <laughs> Iowa State Capitol. <laughs> that this, is fantastic. Oh, it is awesome. And this is in direct response to a Christian nativity set up for the first time ever, also in the Capitol, the unveiling of which the governor spoke at. Okay, that sounds like something you would see here in Idaho, uh, where the governor is, goes out of his way to make sure that something gets approved. Mm-hmm. Um, that's... And then somebody else is like, hey, you can't technically do that. And then they're like, oh, well, sure, you can join us. And then they just like, oh, God, this is embarrassing. Because it is. Mm -hmm. I like the patriotism as religion, though. I actually find that I really that bothers me big time. I do not like the fact that they did that. But you don't like that they did the Bill of Rights. Well, the Bill of Rights, whatever. I just think it's funny that you would take some of these people, if you've actually read anything that they've said about the subjects mm-hmm. of realism and their own relationship with deism, you know, and like, and then putting them into some sort of like obvious religiously, like, I feel like these guys would all find that to be fairly uncouth at the very oh, least. Yeah. Well, mostly Even I just... Even for slave owners. I don't like patriotism equaling religion. Right. Mm. Ever. Well, they, the, right. Right, the, the beautiful thing with what FFRF did here was as the counter to religion they have patriotism right yeah it's it's just which makes me throw up a little in my mouth okay let's look at it a different way (laughs) as the counter to the religion they have here is the law that protects us all that's fair enough that's a good point yeah but you're expecting everyone to have 90 iq points in this conversation and i think you're wrong because i think the average iowan family that walks by there's going to be a good percentage of them that go hey it's jesus and the founding fathers they agree they don't talk like that i've never been to iowa but anybody who would actually like if anybody were to vandalize that it should be kind of hard to do inside of the state capitol yeah but even criticizing it would be a lot harder to not get your ass proverbially handed to you well you're going to confuse the people who aren't going to understand the levels of satire you're dealing with Uh yeah and i I get that but i think it's another attempt of us trying to be too fancy where it's just like this is too smart satanic temple you should just tell the satanists send the satanists an email and be like hey baphomet could be over here too because they have a disdain for us but they're scared of satan yeah and that's more i think that's better trolling and it's funny it is funny so funny 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, there is something to be said for uh, you know a cross hanging up with Thomas Jefferson's naked body stapled to it, <laughs> but I don't think they'd get that either. Yeah. All right, and for our final one, a Welsh ass has ruined Christmas in the town of Barry. Barry Wales. The offender was a donkey oh. who bit a child at the nativity <laughs> at the Saint Mary's Church, <laughs> and as a result, all of the live animals have been removed. Whales Where can't have anything in? nice. Whales. They have animals and whales. They know that animals bite. Yeah. Oh man, they what's them half the time? <laughs> the the, uh, the article oh, I got this from hurt. is from the the BBC, and oh, okay. it's quite short. Make it fun of their own rednecks. But they have that's, that's like the Welsh, the locals. They have loved it because it gives an opportunity for children to get close to barn animals. Yeah. And find out that they're assholes that you don't mess with. Right. And it's a pet, it was a petting zoo, basically, right? And then uh, what we I, would that consider... detail wasn't included. Oh, okay. But yeah. Oh, yeah that kid got too close and got bit. Yeah. And it's it's just hilarious. It's also nice that in Wales, part of the United Kingdom, a Christian nation, officially, legally a Christian nation. The nativity was at the church, not the, the the town hall. Right. That wasn't the issue. Yeah. And that Just an is asshole awesome. donkey. Just the donkey. The donkey bit him. And you know what? Maybe they were fucking with the donkey. And he quit being an ass to it. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, I had in short notice. Uh, <laughs> I'm just surprised I, when people are surprised when animals bite. Yeah. I... I just think it's just funny because it's the Welsh and they always get the, <laughs> the short Welsh. end of the stick. They always are the butt of the joke. They are. That happens but, a lot. See, butt ass. That was and, okay. Mm-hmm. I tried yeah. to do that on two levels and it failed. But, but Lauren is largely Welsh. I am. I'm about a fourth Welsh. So it's a good number. I get it. I just don't look it. I look more Scandinavian. That's fine. My and sister looks it. I probably have a Welsh ancestor since the last name of Williams is Welsh, but that would date back a long, long ways because yeah, my William family, it. they kind of drift off in the, the family records that are around the time of the revolution. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to track. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, uh, we got a new voicemail. We have our last break and then oh, voicemail. So I always. To help with Lauren with that. Uh, after the break, I will go As straight to playing the voice show. Yes. I'm going to assume you love my sexy vocal stylings. If you love the rest of the show as much as my voice, consider giving us the resources we desperately need to purchase quality cocaine or Red Bull. We make it super easy to make a one-time donation or to support us on a per-episode, monthly, or even annual basis using PayPal or Patreon. Find out more at AtheistNomads.com. Use the links on the right side of the page. A dollar an episode is all we ask. <laughs> Dogs. Hey, sweetie. The face I made when I heard this voicemail <laughs> and the sound that came out of me was unholy. It was, oh my yeah. god, I love. Uh, thank you! Thank you for is that. It just the dog? That's it's just it. the dog barking. That's, That's the really best cute. voicemail I have ever heard. What was the dog saying? <laughs> well, I don't know. You tell us. <laughs> we, what was it? What are they saying? That, that one was Rocco, but yeah, the, <laughs> that was a voicemail that we got, and we've said that we love voicemail. Yeah. We really do. 
And I guess we'll even play it if it's your dog barking. Yep, because I love puppies. And we are desperate for voicemail because you guys don't talk to us much. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. In fact, that goes that goes for everything. iTunes reviews, Google reviews. Um, If send us pictures Mm. of your dogs, of your pets. Oh, yeah. Definitely dog pictures all day. Love that. Love that. And we'll share more of ours. Yeah. And uh, so that and the the message from uh, Ackerwitz that we had earlier mm-hmm. are the uh, is the feedback that we have. We have no new patrons, um, but when you're you're working out your budget for the new year, uh, definitely. Yeah, we're going to give you a pass for the next the couple weeks, and then come on, get get with it. And no, that was rude. <laughs> I like it. No, the longer you do this, the more forceful you get. Listen, you're not spending enough money on us. You should send us like two hundred dollars at least. Well, okay, let's. One way of putting it is <laughs> now, compared to the beginning of the year, yeah, our patronage has dropped to about half of what it was. Why? It was a rough year for people. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay. It that's... was 2016. Yeah. That's why. Fuck that year. So mm. a lot of people just haven't been able to continue. But you know what's right around the corner? The 2017. It's and it's going to rock. It's going to be worse. Shh. Here, here, so... Third. You're so negative. No. no, I'm just realistic. Depressed people see the reality more accurately. Dude, I know. I usually am, <laughs> I, but I, I see uh, we're going to get an impeachment. It's going to be awesome. Do you think <laughs> that's going to be the first thing that happens, or is that <laughs> in the summer? That's summer. That's summer. Because the electors meet soon. I know. Most viewers got, will already know We're holding know out the ha- hope for tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Mikey, thank yeah. you very much for joining us on Hi. very short notice. Yeah, that was fun. We were out shopping for our new dog. Yeah. Puppers. Yeah. Puppers. Adding to the growing family chihuahuas. of chihuahuas. Yeah, he got a new dog to go with the other new dog. Yeah, chihuahuas. And he's now holding our chihuahua. Hi, buddy. Who's oh, trying to lick his brain through yeah. his nose. All right, so Mikey, what do you have to, to plug? All right, uh, here's the schedule that I have for the rest of the year. I am going to be at Liquid Laughs downtown Boise, Idaho, January 26th to 29th. I'm featuring there. February 21st, we have our twice yearly atheist comedy experience with uh, some wonderful performers. Lady Business will be back as well as Sophie Hughes, Eli Neri, and Mary Cole, and one unknown performer I probably haven't picked yet, and myself, Mikey Pullman. Uh, I will be back at the Comedy Club in June, and then we are also planning another atheist comedy show for August or September. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, follow me on anything, and I talk about myself all the time. So that'll come up. All right. And links will be in the show notes. It'll be fun. It's going to be good. The Atheist Show is very popular. We do this once or twice a year in the scene. Fill up a room. And I book comics specifically for atheists and non-believers where you can come in and we joke about our relationships with religion or about religion itself. Uh, I get a, I have a long list of really good comics who like doing this show. Yeah, so. if you're anywhere near Boise, come in and see this show. It's, it's pretty fun. It's fun. And I try it's to keep it. Before, uh, I've so far I've not had to charge more than seven dollars a ticket, so it's going to be. Which I try we to keep all it pretty affordable. Appreciate. Yeah, because we're hurting too. Yeah, it's it's just it is. I got to pay everybody and myself. <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> Good job. You need a pa- <laughs> you need a Patreon. I know, but that's it. I'm just doing a lot of live stuff and then random shows. All right. Well, thank you both very much for for joining me and for all of our listeners. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And a happy New Year. And Festivus. And remember, and not all those who wander are lost. And Boxer Day and New Year. Thank you for listening to another episode of Atheist Nomads. You can find show notes and contact information at atheistnomads.com. 
Follow us on Twitter at Atheist Nomads and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Atheist Nomads. Please subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcatcher of choice. And while you're there, feel free to leave us a review. The music is courtesy of Sturdy Fred. Until next time, this has been the Atheist Nomads.